Hello and welcome to the Proper Car Podcast. I'm Drew Markey and I'm excited to share my love of cars and my knowledge of the car sales and service industry with you. The goal of this podcast is to help you be more informed about the car buying process, to help you find the best car for your needs and your budget, and to help you enjoy car ownership more than you've ever imagined. I'm your ally in car buying and I can't wait to help you out, so let's get started. We depend on our cars to do a lot of things. And when you rely on your car as your only realistic form of transportation, it can be really frustrating when it lets you down. So reliability is typically one of the most important considerations we make as consumers when researching a car to buy. But it's not always easy or possible to know if a car will be reliable. And even the best cars can leave you stranded at some point. So I wanted to take this episode to talk a bit about reliability. In the coming segments today, we're going to discuss problem cars, why you may want to stay away from them, or when they could still be okay to consider. And then we're gonna cover ways that you can try to minimize your risk when it comes to your car's reliability. Frequent car troubles are both costly and annoying, Let's talk about how you can prevent those frustrations with your car. It doesn't matter if it's your car or computer, your phone, your house's heat or air conditioning. If you depend on something for work and safety or transportation or just comfort and it's working, you're either happy or probably just neutral to the fact that it's doing what you expect it to do. But the moment that thing isn't working, it becomes a problem. And when it comes to your single mode of transportation, it's a problem that quickly builds into multiple other issues that you now have to figure out. A non-running car will certainly cost you money to deal with, sometimes lots of money, but it's gonna throw off your day. It might force you to cancel plans and there are countless other possibilities for what that might mean for you. Unfortunately, problems with the car rarely crop up at convenient times. So let's talk about one of the first ways that you can keep the frequency of those issues to a minimum, buying a generally reliable car. If you only have one car, and you depend on that as your primary mode of transportation and you don't have some sort of a a simple, easy backup plan in case it's not working, buying a reliable car is especially important. What that means is that you're gonna wanna do a little extra research prior to your next car purchase. And generally it doesn't take long to figure out which models within the kind of realm of what you're looking into, the the types of cars that you're interested in are the ones that have a solid reputation and which ones are more likely to leave you stranded. As much as I love quirky and interesting cars, lots of them have earned that reputation by the way of doing things differently from the more run-of-the-mill standard or maybe even boring competition. And while there are stories of Corollas and Tahoes that turn out to be lemons, 
With cars like that, it's far less likely than something like a Fiat or a Range Rover. I don't want to get into a whole lot of selective, you know, which car is great, which car is terrible here. But generally speaking, these brands, these vehicles in particular, have reputations in one direction or another. And that's often the case, though it isn't always 100% that way. Now with that said, if you don't rely on just one car and there's a backup vehicle for you to use in case your main mode of transportation isn't working, this topic can certainly be considered very differently. But for now, I do want to talk more about how to figure out if a car that you like is your best option when you put reliability at the top of your list of priorities. I've mentioned Consumer Reports before, and I'm gonna give them another shout out now because they have provided tons of research-based information to car buyers for decades. And it's generally seen as one of the best resources to review before you make a purchase for those reasons. They have new and used car issues of their magazine coming out every year with lots of comparison tests and other types of research shared constantly throughout their other issues too. Within these volumes, you're gonna to find tons of information on the predicted reliability of not just the car from an overall reliability perspective, but with a breakdown of the many different systems that keep a car running. It's unfortunate that these reliability stats can be fairly predictable when it comes to certain brands, but it's also really helpful to see where they are the most problematic and when they do actually have certain models that stand out as maybe being better or at least average within the competition. Sometimes you're gonna find that the car that you've always assumed was super reliable actually has its own share of problems, or that the car that you think is supposed to be terrible actually isn't as bad as you thought. It's really helpful to dig in a little bit and find that kind of information because it's gonna be alerting you to some of those possible issues and it just gives you a whole lot more information to work with. For whatever reason, some cars are just problem cars. Some of them seem to be possessed, causing nothing but headaches for their owners from the first time that they hit the road. There are protections for new car buyers when this happens, both through general warranty coverage, taking care of the expenses related to those issues, as well as lemon law protection when a car is just well below the normal expectations when it comes to the frequency and the level of repairs that are needed. And as cars incorporate more electronics and technology, it's safe to say that they're all gonna be at a higher risk of having more trouble down the road. While most modern cars are actually far more reliable overall than cars from 20 to 40 years ago, the multitude of electronics and sensors, safety and convenience features that are built into today's cars makes them inherently more susceptible to having quirks and faults that will arise later on. 
The good thing about that, though, is that those issues often just present annoyances rather than a complete failure to operate, although that certainly can still be what comes up. A car is built of thousands of parts, and as a result, at some point, every single car out there is going to require repairs and certainly maintenance. The battery that starts your car can only do so for as long as it can hold a charge, and that time frame is generally just a matter of years. So there will come a day when your battery can't start your car and it will have to be replaced. Tires can only drive so many miles before they run out of rubber and must be replaced before your car can safely be driven again. Brake pads and rotors can only stop the car so many times before they've worn too thin. And these types of descriptions can go on and on for most of the parts on a car. Obviously, a lot of those are considered more of maintenance types of things, but the same can be said for even something like a computer system within a car. Uh, the electronics could develop a flaw, could develop a bug or some sort of an issue. And those types of things maybe just prevent something from functioning within the car that's maybe a comfort or a convenience item, but could also keep the vehicle from running or from running well enough to pass a state inspection or many other things. So the best thing that you can do with your current vehicle to minimize your risks of being left stranded is to maintain your car well and if possible to have some sort of a relationship with a shop that you can trust to check the car over and advise on upcoming repairs or maintenance over time. Even the best of cars can have completely unexpected problems that literally pop up just without any sort of prior notice. So Having a good relationship with a shop is incredibly important, but I don't want to impress upon you that that's going to prevent any and all issues. It can still certainly happen. But the reality is that just as with our own personal health, the better job we do to keep things healthy and stay on top of preventative care, the better that things will operate and the longer we can expect them to last. But you don't have to rely solely on a shop to have an idea of what's coming up for your vehicle in the future, because every car has a recommended maintenance schedule that you can follow that's put out there by the manufacturer. Finding this information is easy. Usually it's just a quick Google search away, or you can just skim through your owner's manual and find the maintenance schedule. And it helps you to stay prepared for your car's upcoming needs well in advance. This is great so that you can budget for those items because while some visits only have one or two things checked off that are relatively inexpensive, there will be other visits that are going to have multiple items or much more expensive services that will be needed. Having that sort of advance notice helps a ton so that you can prepare for those visits and you can set a little bit of money aside, making sure that the car is going to get those things done on time to prevent other issues from coming up down the road. Beyond just knowing and addressing maintenance items, staying on top of things by regularly servicing a car also helps you to catch other issues before they reach 
leave you on the side of the road levels of disrepair. That might mean that the tech doing an oil change or tire rotation on your car spots a torn axle boot or a wire harness that's been chewed on by some sort of critters. Or they see that your tires are wearing irregularly and you can address that issue before it becomes bad enough to literally blow out one of your tires. In any of those cases, it's truly just as simple as taking a little bit of time and effort and of course a little bit of money to have these regular services done and to ask for a quick check over of the car to make sure that you're staying on top of those things, that you catch those things early. Honestly, that really is just the best way to prevent or at least to minimize future problems with your car. And while it may feel like more money or time than you want to spend up front, it's truly impossible to calculate the savings that it can bring you if you were to have a complete failure or possibly even an accident had those steps not been taken in advance. When I started prepping for this episode, I was thinking about throwing a bunch of good and bad cars out there to recommend or to try to steer you away from. Because as I said earlier, you can look through and see that history shows certain cars are a bit more problematic than others. But the more I started looking into it, the more I realized that I'm not trying to, you know, go after some sort of a clickbait headline to draw in attention and say, don't ever buy a Toyota Camry because Toyota Camrys of this model year had this one specific issue. That type of information is not helpful to the average consumer. And it really just points out that I think it's best to treat every single car buying scenario as a case-by-case basis. Every single one is unique. Your current needs may be different than they were in the past, and they certainly are different from your neighbor or from someone who lives in a totally different part of the country and has different driving habits and different needs from their car. So while one car may appear to be a little bit less reliable in certain areas, it may not be as big of an issue. Anyway, I just didn't want to uh, take this episode down that path. When it comes down to it, cars can be wonderful additions to our lives. They can provide safe and comfortable transportation, can bring us joy, can take us places that we'd struggle to reach otherwise. But because of how much we depend on them, it's really important to consider how dependable they are going to be for us. And I hope that this episode has helped you learn what to look out for, and how to stay on top of your car's reliability going forward. If you have questions about topics like this or would like to speak with me to find out how I can help you plan for your next purchase, please reach out. You can learn more about the services I provide at thepropercar.com or on social media at the underscore proper underscore car. DM me there or email me at podcast at thepropercar.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, enjoy the drive.